Yeah, does it work? Okay. Now, now I hear something. Can we, can you, can we spread peace? Can we spread peace? Are we willing to spread peace? Are we able to spread peace? We, you, now. Is it possible? Is it possible to spread peace in this world? Would it be possible to do anything peaceful in the Middle East, probably the most violent place on earth? Peter Elias has been busy for the last 22 years with peace interface pilgrimages to Syria, to Afghanistan, to Iraq, just before the bombing, trying to convince his government that they should not invade. Some of you may read they may have read his regular letters of the road, as he called them. Letters on the internet of his meetings with people. With people from the street, with people in Iraq. And for some reason, one of those letters hit some of the newspapers in the States. And then, of course, he had all of a sudden a radio show, because it was hot. It was hot because the government wanted to bomb Iraq and there was this American person in Iraq saying that they should not. For years he conducted peace travels to the Middle East. And I read from this little thing because this is one of the travels that I did not go to and I still feel sorry that I didn't. It has a beautiful monastery on the top and it says interfaith pilgrimages, pilgrimages of peace. This was in April 2005. And it opens with the following lines. The purpose of these pilgrimages is to provide religious and community leaders, peace workers and other concerned citizens from the Western countries an opportunity to visit Syria and meet with religious and government leaders, university professors, students, and other Syrian citizens. These pilgrimages are a small gesture from citizens in Western countries to come and listen to Syrian citizens describe their own views on East-West conflicts and their visions for how real peace and mutual respect may be established. 
Elias did this kind of travels for many years. In a certain moment, as some of you may know, he lives in Boulder, USA. He walked through the woods around Boulder with one of his big, biggest, greatest friends, Mr. Bill Urey. Mr. Bill Urey is the writer of a best-selling book around the world in how to, to deal with conflicts, and that book is called Getting to Yes. And when I was in advertising, it was on one of the books I needed to read. If you have a conflict with your client, get this book. And that was 30 years ago. So this is a kind of holy book for anybody in tough negotiations. Mr. Uh, Bill Urey is of Harvard University and often is hired by people really concerned in those places in the world where there are really conflicts, so he happens to know some people in the Middle East on a very personal basis because he happens to be the person who is sometimes negotiating the real issues. He happens to know Mr. Mandela personally. And they walked in those woods around Boulder, and for some reason they discussed the healing power of walking. There's a very interesting thing in walking. When you walk together, even if you walk together with somebody with another view or another idea, the funny thing is if you walk, you go the same direction. Although you may have a different point of view, by walking, you go in a direction. So they discussed that. And then they discussed the funny phenomenon that for some reason, over the last few years, the idea of a pilgrimage, the value of a pilgrimage is growing. And the value of a pilgrimage is at this point in time right now, and I'm very much thinking now, of the Santiago de la Costella pilgrimage. It's not a place to go to, what it once was. It was once you go to because there's a holy man and you visit that place. Now, for the millions of people that go every year to the north of Spain to walk the Compostela route, it is a, the travel itself, the meeting with yourself, and a little bit meeting of other people doing the same thing, leaving everything alone, walking. So they discussed, would it be possible to create such a thing as the Santiago de la Costella, which of course was there for over 1,000 years. It's a different thing. It's there, it's ten times bigger now than it was ever. There are loads of people going there. there are in, only in Holland, there are over 10,000 members of the Compostela gathering and they have meetings, and they have twice a year a meeting, they just had one in Utrecht, they will this, after, this autumn have again a meeting. Now, all over the world, people walking to Compostela. And yet, on that one walk, they thought, is there not another place we might go? Is there not a place where 4,000 years ago, a guy called Abraham walked? And back from this route, they, from this walk, they looked in the Bible and found in the Quran the same guy, 
only there is called Ibrahim. And in the, both books is said that he was in Haran. And Haran was once a big city. Haran at those days was the city, the, the, one of the most important cities. Of the, now it's just a few blocks I've been there. But then it was an important city. And when he was in Haran, he heard his Lord say to him, go and travel. So there he went. Old man, the boss of his community, taking with him his bunch of people, camels, goats, I don't know what, just travel. To where? He didn't know. Why they followed him, they don't know either, because he said he should go, and so he went. And he went, just imagine where we are. It's the south of Turkey. If you go to the map, you are hardly able to find it, but it's, uh, the, the biggest place near there is called San Diurfa. And when I bought my flight ticket to San Diurfa, I had to explain it twice to the travel agent, because he couldn't find it. But it's there. So you first travel to Istanbul, and then you have a very small flight, and you, it gets you through San Diurfa. And I was there because I wanted to be there at the opening of this idea, and the idea is the Abraham Path. And the Abraham Path, actually the road where Abraham once walked. It's 1,400 kilometers long. It starts in the south of Turkey. It goes all the way to Syria. Then it goes to Jordan. Then it enters Israel and goes to the Western Bank. And it ends in Egypt. That's the Abraham Path. And the ideal of the Abraham Path, and I'm honest, this ideal cannot be solved within the next few years. The ideal of the path is that those who recognize Abraham as an important figure in their personal life may walk there and may meet other people walking there too. And it may be that this other guy is a Muslim. Never know. It may be that he is a Jew. Might be. It may be that he is a Christian, which is possible. Or that he doesn't believe in God, which is fine as long as he walks and recognizes that we all are people and enjoy walking. <laughs> and now the fun part of it, because yes, I was there, and it was crazy. It was in the autumn of 2007, 2007 in, in November, the first opening of this path. And I was invited to be there because I heard about it and I already at that time said, I think this idea is great. I think we should do something about it. I want to be there. So Bill Urey was there with, on his opening ceremony. And of course, Elias was there. They both thought this idea. And there's a professor. And this professor trying to be, and he is a guy of the ancient stuff. And he knew that, in fact, Abraham was not born in Ur, as it says in the Bible, but in fact, Urfa. And Urfa is now Senli Urfa, and that makes sense because it's close to Haran, where his travel starts. While Ur is all the way down, I don't know, it's somewhere in the south of, of uh, Syria. So he had quite an explanation, and most people in the audience didn't quite understand what he said, but that was the main thing. And the funny thing is that everybody in the little city of Senli Urfa was quite excited. Never, nobody heard about this city, and now all of a sudden, <coughs> Americans, Jews from America and from Mexico and from Brazil were there to be present at this moment, 140 people of 17 different countries to celebrate the path of Abraham. 
So this must mean money. Of course, everyone thought everybody was enthusiastic. Tourism, tourism, tourism. So the, the, the minister of tourism was there and had a wonderful time. We were offered a big dinner, of course. And then we walked the first 17 kilometers of Bath, which is from Iran into the next village. And we saw the villages there. And they saw us. And they didn't see many tourists because it's not a very touristic place. But we were invited. And there was this chief of this little village. And he wanted to make sure that we were welcome. So he stood there with a coffee pot and one cup for 140 people. <laughs> and he dropped two drops and offered me two drops. And the two drops, and then another person also got two drops of coffee, two drops of coffee. All of us should feel invited by him, because his way of... He didn't speak our language, nor did we speak his, but he wanted to be sure you are invited. Be welcome. Since then, there is an official organization in America. You go to internet, abramparth.org, IbramPath.org, you'll find everything about it. And this organization has hired a few people working there, actually doing the mapping, finding out if the path is to be there. It should be a path. People should know where to be. In fact, there should be little signs going right. Going. There should be a booklet how to walk this path. So to be honest, the path is, of course, not ready at this point. There are little bits of the path. There is a bit in the south of Turkey. There's a bigger bit in Jordan. There's 17, 70 kilometers ready in Jordan. There's a huge bit ready in the uh, West Bank territory, because the, especially the Palestine, uh, Palestine people feel this is great. This is getting people in our place. This is getting tourists to our place. Maybe today not very many tourists, but anyway, it's, it's getting interest getting interest on another level of understanding. And of course, because doing this kind of thing, you need to speak with the highest levels of government, and you need to speak with the highest levels of the religious organizations. And of course, it helped that Elias could say that he is a Sufi peer, and of course, then you get to meet the the boss of the mosque in Damascus. And then you all of a sudden find that there are also troubles, of course. So if the one mosque is in favor, the other mosque of the same city should be against. Of course. <laughs> That's how life also goes. And uh, the, the, the biggest trouble, especially in the Middle East, is to, word, to use the word peace. You cannot use the word peace in the Middle East. Because the moment you say anything having to do with peace, you end up in a fight. If you say peace, then the one party will say you may rightful peace. And that means getting the territory back or the wrong kind of peace. I don't know exactly the kind of word, but it has always to do with the trouble there. So the only thing that the people in the Middle East are enthusiastic about is as long as you call it tourism, that's fine. <laughs> so when you look to this website, and you may do that sometime later, you will be surprised that you don't see 
anywhere on the website, anything having to do with interreligious ideas, anything of the values that I try to explain that we are about. It's deliberately not on the sign, because otherwise people would be suspicious. Maybe we are religious spies. Maybe we try to, to overcome differences. We should not, of course, because the difference is one of the... If, if you would overcome differences, then you wouldn't have a fight. And if you wouldn't have a fight, why, why, are, you, why are you fighting in the first place? So, there is some place to go, but it's a beginning. Last year, I was again in the same surroundings, this time invited by the Israeli part. Because the path, of course, also enters into Israel. And for a very specific reason, they decided to do Israel only after three years doing the Islamic world, so that not America again would put Israel in the first place, so that was very clever. And the Israel part will take people into the desert. It starts... It's a desert part. It's beautiful. So in this opening, I met people who will also be part of the path then. I met a lady. She is Miriam of the desert. She is a desert girl. And she, she makes her living by making um, soap like her grandmother used to make soap from goat milk. And she's doing that kind of old-fashioned kind of thing so that people won't forget how these recipes should be done. And I met people from different backgrounds, because the idea of the Abraham Path is meeting people. I think it's a great idea. And I feel, and that's my personal touch with it, I feel that we, you, we here, may have more to do with this ideal than we thought about it yesterday. I feel that if it is the case that in the Middle East it is difficult for political reasons to pronounce the deeper reasons why this is important, if that is the case, and if it is even the case for the American website that they should be cautious, because otherwise the people in the Middle East would feel the same way, that it may be important to start an independent organization as a support organization. In Dutch, I would call it Stichting Abraham Pad. It's very Dutch. Or Stichting Abraham Path Foundation, and it's still Stichting in Holland and in English pronunciation. And having it that way, and having people in Holland around it, means that we can do what we think is wise and put our values in what we want to communicate about it. And what I want to do, and I'm asking your support, because if you are in this idea, we could do it. We might do, we might start in Holland a support organization for the Abraham Path ideal. We might want to do fundraising for the people there. What do I want to use money for? I want money in the villages there that they have decent water to drink. Also for the people going past there that there is a decent toilet. That we are not using their toilets, but that we are offering them a good toilet, as we would want to have a toilet. They can, of course, use it themselves. But it's also there for the guests. 
and it's their duty to make it clean. And the water should be clean. So that is very simple. And we need money for that. It would be nice to have a... And I don't want to bring it in. I shouldn't need, if the path would be big, it should have no McDonald's signs. It should be their thing. It should bring them prosperity. Those people need to make a living in the middle of the desert. And I believe that this is a great idea. So I am telling you about this idea. I have told you that this idea was thought of by two people in the US. It's not Sufi way. It's not even Sufi. It's just a path. It's a path to walk, that's all. It's just, just a path. But this path might mean something to the world. It might bring something to the world. So in my thinking, should I devote my time to this? Should I try to set up Stichting Abrahampad? What would be my role, my professional role, is that I happen to be a fundraiser, and I do that for non-profits, so that's... And I know the tricks and the things, I'm indirect marketing. So all that, I know. But it's different doing that for the Nederlandse Hartstichting or for the Dutch Kidney Foundation or for a Natuur Monument than for something brand new with no money. So I went to the, probably the wisest man in this room, and we had a chat, Mr. Witteveen and I, <laughs> and I said, Karin Bas, are you willing to help me? Are you willing to be in the board of trustees, the head of the board of trustees, so that you can oversee that no dime will be spent the wrong way? And he said, yes, I want to do that. So I thank you for that. <laughs> so it, it is not Sufi, it's just walking. But any of you interested in, yeah, I think this is a good idea. If any of you feel, well, this could be one of the girls that I might want to help with a few girls a month, like you help so many other girls. And I'm really asking you that. If there is some kind of that kind of support, and I don't to say, now, yes, but you can do it over the next few days, then I might do it. And I might work on really starting this organization, if there is support, and we might find a date for an official start of this organization, and an official place for the press to be there. And in preparation of this little speech, I thought, well, this could be the place. This is a nice place to have press around. And if you think of a date in about five months, we could think of the 13th of September as a starting date for this organization. <laughs> in this place. So, I believe it could be. It very much depends on you. Because I can't do it on my own, but if you are a bit with me, and speak about it, think about it, let's chat around it. Is this an idea? Is it possible? Would it be possible to find people around you, your neighbor, I don't know who, somebody who said, yes, I want to join and help the Abraham Path to be established? That's the idea. Is it possible for people in Holland to be a supporter for something that might bring peace in 20 years from now? Because the only thing that we want to do is bringing some kind of decent sanity, decent sanitation, I call it. Uh, a place to stay, maybe a little loan of 1,000 guilders to somebody to start a bed and breakfast, so at least you can sleep along the wall. 
And there are already people now there working and making that kind of connections. From very, every single little village has to be in it. And the village themselves should be the inviters of the people who come. Bill Urey had a wonderful talk about this. He's a great speaker. And he said, today the world is suffering from terrorism. So if you want to do something against that, we should find out what is the opposite of terrorism. The opposite of terrorism is maybe hospitality. If we could create a feeling of hospitality with people, and if we could prove that the Westerners going there are people with an interest in walk and meet people, it might do something very deep to the world. So I personally believe in this. I invite you to put some thinking in it. And I might be back here on the 13th of September with the start of this organization. And I also invite all of you to be there. Thank you. Well, well.